If you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch is probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. Hey folks, just want to give a big thank you to everyone who supports the podcast over at patreon.com slash witchpolice. It's a great way for you to get access to bonus content, interviews before they come out as podcasts, all kinds of fun stuff, and it also helps support the show, helps keep the lights on over here at Witch Police Radio, and basically you can think of it as sort of putting some change in the guitar case for the podcast. So I want to give a big shout out to some of the recent patrons, including Kairu Must Die, Lindsay, and Matthew. Again, without the support of people like you, this podcast wouldn't still be running for as long as it has, and I really appreciate it, and I hope you enjoy the content. Thanks again. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm here with a band that I didn't realize still existed, but I'm very happy to hear that you're still around. Um, <laughs> and I think really that's the best way to get into this is that, um, you know, last time you were on the show, I'm here with the Thrashers, and the last time you were on the show was was really early in the podcast run, like it's got to be 2015 or so. And uh, things have obviously changed. Um, I mean, you've released music since then, and then you sort of stopped for a while. And now you're coming back with this record and this this release show and all kinds of exciting news um, for the first time in, in, in a while. So I think before we get into any of that, the best way to start this off is if the three of you want to introduce yourselves and what you do in the band, and then people can put a name to the voice. And I'm going to start with Jesse because you're uh, top left on my screen. And so that's probably the best way to do it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm Jesse Bercier. Uh, I play guitar in the Thrashers and I sing roughly about 50% of the songs. Cool. Uh, my name's Ian. I play bass and sing roughly the other 50% of the songs. Uh, Sean G here. Uh, don't know how to uh, work a phone. I can kind of work the drums and I cannot sing. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, great, great introduction. Um, so like I said, I mean, you know, well, uh, first of all, the band's been around for a while, uh, going back, you know, a number of years now. And I guess maybe that is the, even a better starting point. Like, how long has this actually been a band? I know there was a bit of a hiatus until the recent the recent news about the uh, the final record and everything. But what what is the origin of this? Like, how long has the Thrashers actually been a unit? We're actually coming up on uh, on fifteen years now. Wow! And um, we played our first show April sixteenth of two thousand eight. And um, so yeah, coming up on the fifteen year anniversary. That's a really specific uh, recollection of the the first show. Like you, you pulled that date out of nowhere, just as if you have that. Like, how do you know so so exacting exacting how when you played your first show? Um, well, I had the the first show poster up uh, in my house for quite a long time, so the date you know is like a visual cue that kind of has stuck in my mind. Um, but then also just in putting the the new record together, 
uh, part of it is um, with the deluxe edition of the record, you get uh, this 28-page retrospective zine that we've uh, that we've compiled. We just figured since it's we're so close to that anniversary, it makes sense to kind of and, and because we're kind of we're calling this our, our last studio album, and uh, it makes sense to uh, kind of look back and just kind of like put together some odds and ends that uh, we haven't released in other form. So I've been looking through old set lists and things like that. So I've uh, I've got Thrasher's lore on the brain. That's awesome. So is this, I mean, with this being the, the last record, like you said, is this something that you had in the works a long time ago, or is this something you've just put together now for the purposes of kind of wrapping things up? Like, how old are these songs? Some of them go back quite a ways. Um, I think the oldest track on the album is Muscle Beach, and we started playing that, again, since I've been looking at set lists, I discovered we've been playing that since late 2009. Yeah, some of the tracks are are also equally as new. Um, we recorded these, when was it, guys, in uh, summer of 2020 yeah. with Masked One. And yeah, some of those songs we had basically just kind of finished up right before we were going to the studio. So yeah, there's kind of a uh, pretty wide span of, uh, of, of length between some of the songs on this new one. So I guess that, that kind of begs the question of what what was the reason for this? Like, why? I, it's obviously it's a great idea to go out with a bang and, and have this this record with, like you said, the deluxe kind of history of the band connected to it. But um, what provoked this? Like, you hadn't been playing shows uh, or, or recording for for a while there. Uh, why come back together now and and why do this kind of uh, going out in style sort of event? Um, yeah, it's been a while since the last release. Uh, Robots was uh, was 2015. Um, and we had been playing shows all through, like since 2015 up to, till March of 2020 when COVID kind of shut, shut everything down. Um, but yeah, we hadn't, we hadn't recorded. We just kind of, uh, worked up a new batch of songs. Um, I think it was that we, we really liked this last, this last group of about, uh, 10 songs that we had here. We really wanted to make sure that there was uh, a lasting record of them. Uh, before we decided to wrap things up, that was kind of the the fundamental driver behind behind myself, at least. Was that the same for the mm-hmm. other two guys there? Like, do do you guys feel the same way? You wanted to get this these last songs documented and and have a going away present, I guess, for the band. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's a few tracks on here that uh, I think are some of our best, and um, yeah, I'm excited for other people to uh, to hear them. And um, yeah, it, it would have been a shame if we kind of didn't do anything with them. So uh, this, I think it all made sense to, to, to the three of us to, to do it this way. Right. It, it's also worth mentioning too. I mean, uh, we had all these songs in the tank and ready to go. Like they were kind of the last 10 songs we had written that we hadn't recorded. So yeah. like, yeah, you know, we'll get them out. And I think the idea was, you know, when we were, when we were getting ready to record them all, the idea was, oh, okay, we'll, have these we'll record them and then we'll bow up we'll call it a day that'll be that then you know of course the pandemic kind of put a stick in those spokes and now it's just been a very long build-up what was supposed to just be like a fun you know we'll release them we'll have them done and that'll be that and now it's like okay well you know what if we're gonna wait this long let's make the wait worth it Yeah, that's a well. I mean, that's that's affected everyone too. I mean, obviously, especially bands that aren't calling it quits, they've they've had the same problem where they haven't been able to play shows or or tour or anything like that, or even get together to record and and jam and stuff. So, um, 
how does this uh, this record sound? I mean, like again, because you put your last one out in 2015, which is, you know, uh, it's coming close to a decade now. Um, how, how has the sound changed over that time? Like, how uh, obviously you have an established sound about the, what the Thrashers play, and that I guess is probably debatable as far as genres and that kind of thing. But um, how does this sound to you? Like listening to these songs now, and now that you have them, you know, pretty much ready to put out in the world. Um, how do they feel? Like, do you, you think there's a progression since the previous records or a different sort of uh, sonic elements to it? Absolutely, yeah. Um, I think, like, with each of our records, they kind of... They're their own they're their own vibe and they have their own sound to them. So it's... Um, I feel like with Robots, we were, we were really looking to capture a certain a certain vibe. And now we've kind of... We've trod that ground, so we've moved on to other areas. So it's like like different music is inspiring us and just different ideas coming together. And I find that our songs tend to kind of group together, almost like uh, there's a gravity to them and they kind of, they kind of shape themselves into these little clusters, which is why I like the, uh, the EP format so much. Um, I find our songs like you, you can get kind of like three or five songs that kind of feel like they belong in a gang together. And then it's, it's a little bit harder to sustain that sort of cohesive feeling for me over like, about a 10 song full length release. Sure. Uh, so with this last, with this last batch of 10 songs, I really found them kind of clustering together in these two camps. Was that intentional or is that, I mean, cause it sounds like some of these songs are quite a bit older, right? So did that just kind of work out that way? Or did you have to write to those, not themes, but those kind of uh, clusters, I guess. <laughs> uh, I think probably partially accidental because we kind of just had a few songs and then we were putting more songs together sort of like the pre-2015 songs and the post-2015 songs um and i think once we once we noticed we kind of had these groups we decided to lean into it a little bit we uh we came up with the idea of the double ep actually before robots came out we were already talking about what we were going to do next and we had this idea to do the uh the sort of joint double release um so once we discovered that that was kind of already happening, we were able to lean into that effect more and kind of explore like, okay, it looks like we're interested in doing this direction. Let's see what comes of us exploring that. And then also let's you know turn 45 degrees or something and explore this other territory over here.
how I, I guess how how final is is final here with you guys? I mean, is uh, have you decided that this is for sure the end, or is there, are we going to hear like three years from now suddenly there's a new Thrasher's uh, record coming out, or you know uh, another comeback at this point? Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think we'd say uh, we'll never say never. Like the door is never closed. We're all. I think we all still consider each other like some of our best friends. Each like I don't know about either of these two guys. I still. I still love the both of them. We spend a uh, we spent every Wednesday night together, and most weekends, if we weren't playing shows, we were all you know just having some beers and yeah, shooting the shit. So I mean, yeah, like right now, I think we all kind of got to the point where like, ah, oh, you know what? We've been doing this a long time. We don't want it to ever feel like work. We don't have to ever feel like we're getting we've turned sour on it. So this was like a natural place to kind of bow out. But I mean, I don't know. There's, I, I would never say never. There's never the, there may be some chance at some point, way the hell down the road, we go, oh, you know what? Let's get together. Let's play a show. Let's do something like that. But I think we're all right now kind of at, uh, at different stages in our life. And I mean, geographically, different places right now, too. Okay. Okay. But yeah, um, that doesn't help. Right? So that makes it a little harder. <laughs> Yeah, in, uh, in 2020, I moved out to Victoria. I've got some family out here that I wanted to be closer to and everything. Plus, I've, I've never been a winter fan, so I just kind of, I'd had 30 years of it. I wanted to, you know, change yeah, a little fair. change in that regard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're all still on great terms, and we still love these songs, and we love the band. So there's no reason why we couldn't play a show in the future. We're just saying, like, as for the band being, like, an active element, and I feel like there's there's almost a kinship to maybe like uh, like skateboarding or something like that, where like if you skateboard, you're probably going to skate as long as your body allows you to. But like at a certain point you have to call it like, I'm not operating at the professional level anymore. I'm, sure. I'm retiring, like that sort of thing. And we were, I think we were all just kind of with this project anyway, we were like, yeah, I think it's like, we're proud of what we've done. So let's, let's kind of end the professional element of this, of this here. And then it would always be fun somewhere down the road to you know play a show one off here or there that that might be fun but uh, we have no immediate plans for for that following the uh, the April release show. At this point, your bodies are all broken and you can't skateboard anymore. That's yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> How, how does this work then? I mean, if you're halfway across the country, how does this work preparing for a show? Because I mean, you know, obviously it's a big it's a big deal having this release show. It's a, it's probably the first one you played in a, in a little while. That because of the pandemic and, and everything else, and then because of you moving, you know, multiple provinces away. But are, are you going to have time, like you know, to to, to hammer out a, a pretty heavy amount of practicing before this, or how is that going to work? I'm just going in cold. I don't know what these guys are doing, but no, uh, <laughs> we get for the set list. Uh, a few months back at least. And um, I think we've all just kind of been jamming to it individually. And um, I think the plan is that Ian's come to town about a week prior to the show. So hopefully we can sneak in uh, three or four practices, but um, there's definitely some reliance on the old muscle memory here a little bit too, right? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you've been, like, like you said, you've been around for, for almost 15 years now. So that's, that's a lot of, a lot of experience especially with the older songs. You've, you've been hammering them out for, for more than a decade now so that, that, that that's got to play a part for sure yeah yeah do you uh yeah. like, do some of those songs feel too old at this point like some of those really early songs are you are you are you sick of playing any of them or i mean i know this is a different situation because it's a it's a final show and you're probably going to want to play stuff from throughout the, the catalog right but i mean at this point in in your existence as the thrashers are some of those early songs like are you done with them or are you still quite happy to to break those out and play them uh when you get a chance to 
uh, I'd say even when we were like an active element playing shows all the time, there were songs from our earlier days that we kind of felt like, okay, yeah, we, we like, we used to play these songs at every show and now we're only playing them here and there. So there's always been that sort of like rate of attrition where the older stuff tends to fall away and you keep a few, or maybe you bring a few old ones back later. Um, but I don't think there's, there's a single song of ours that I don't like playing. They're all still a lot of fun. Yeah. Agreed. I'd say uh, maybe not so much that we don't, want to play or don't or feel like it's in the past but there's definitely some that have been so far in our past that i don't think we could play them if we tried like i don't remember how some of them go yeah yeah i believe uh, that for sure yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i did have to relearn one or two songs for this uh for this set list oh yeah some of them we haven't played since like 2015 so like oh god that's that's quite a gap (laughs) Got to teach this to myself again. Well, and you're a trio, yeah. right? So you can't you can't hide behind someone else, too, right? Uh, you you kind of have to <laughs> have to know your shit. We're all pretty exposed up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I get the impression that like doing a doing a release show was always kind of the point, too, right? I mean, otherwise you could have just released it during the pandemic, sort of online or whatever. That that that's always been sort of the goal is to to have a, a party to celebrate the band and the and this this release. Totally. Yeah. 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 I think with every um, with every release we've done, save for, I mean, our first and maybe Ramp Locals was a little less of a release show. I think we've really, with each album we've released, we really made a meal of the release show. Like we want to have as much fun stuff going on, put you know the exact bands we want on the bill, and really just like make a <laughs> make a big scene out of the whole damn thing, you know. <laughs> So th- I, I guess- gotta defend. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, I gotta defend the Ramp Locals released there. We we had our absolute dream lineup on that release: Vibrating Beds and Upsides opening the show. Well, who's playing the That's, show now? Then yeah. That's maybe a good, a good a good segue into this this release show you have going on in April. Who's on the bill, and why did you pick them? I guess. Uh... Hmm. And. Um... <laughs> because I'm the worst with names, I had the both both names just oh there we are. We're back. Satanic rights, death cassette, <laughs> opening the show. Yes, my memory is not completely gone yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a really good lineup though. I mean those that's that's uh, if you're gonna pick local bands. I actually had Satanic Rights on a few weeks ago and they were talking about how they were excited to play to be playing your show. So obviously there's a connection there, right? Like you guys have some kind of uh kinship uh as bands. Absolutely, yep. yeah. And they're celebrating uh, 10 years together, right? That's right, yeah, yeah. yeah Everyone's getting old. Yeah. Once the, we're, uh, we're, a, we're a mutual bunch of guys who like partying. Yeah, there you go, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
once once the record comes out, what's how are people going to be able to find this? Like, I mean, obviously you're not actively playing shows uh, going forward, so you, people can't get it that way. Are, is it going to be kind of widely available, or is it going to be one of these things where uh, you sort of have to track one of you guys down and <laughs> and bug you for a copy? We'll be selling them through our Bandcamp page for sure. Like that's kind of the the entity that we'll keep running as a contact point uh, in perpetuity, and pr- probably our Instagram as well. But uh, yeah, the Bandcamp page will have them for sale for sure. And then you'll also probably be able to get them through uh, through the label Transistor sixty six. And uh, we'll make sure that uh, a few shops around around Winnipeg for sure have have uh, have some copies. Cool. Well, and you've been with Transistor sixty six for pretty much the entire time, right? It's been the label since the first one or yes. second. Uh, since 2011, so yeah, it's it's been almost the entire run of the band. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a that's yeah, almost a rarity these days. You know, when people are are just putting things out themselves or jumping around from random label to random label. What is it about that label that 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 works for you? That that is a good fit. Uh, it is. Uh, they they present themselves as a as a family, and it is very familial. Like we we're kind of just uh, running our own show, and then we come back to the the house every few years and say hey dad we got a new record and they're like you know art's always down he's always happy to hear it um so they're just they're like a support system and uh uh just a little uh um encouragement to the to the band but we kind of uh we just kind of run our own operation and then show it to them and they give us the thumbs up (laughs) it's a good system yeah i'll say the the one thing that really uh I mean, it appealed to us beforehand. It still rings true now. Before we were ever signed to the label, all of our favorite bands, and like the bands that we loved seeing the most live, all just happened to be on that label. And we're like, oh, holy shit. You know, this, there's a reason why we like all this stuff. You know, it's very supportive of that DIY garage kind of sound. And we were like, hell yeah. If they'll have us, we're on board. And Art reached out to us. So we were, uh, we were very lucky in that way. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a really good fit. Like, Always sonically. Had our backs. So what are the details of the show? Because people hear this, uh, this will be out like, you know, a few weeks before the uh, the release show. So, uh, you know, where can people get tickets? Uh, what's the date? <laughs> First of all, that's important too. And uh, yeah, let's go from there. Yeah, April 15th, Saturday, April 15th, 2023 <laughs> uh, at the Park Theater. Um, tickets available through the Park Theater website. Uh, $15 plus some fees. So I think it, it rounds out to about nineteen ninety five or something like that.
and then uh, you know the good thing about this being a podcast is someone could hear it hopefully before the show or they could hear it like a year from now when you guys are long dead and uh, not 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 personally but as a band <laughs> and uh, and you know you know they, they maybe want to go back and, and find some of your releases and and, and you know see what you did uh, in the past what's the best way to sort of keep up with whatever is going on or is not going on in the thrashers world uh, online at this point uh, that probably Instagram. Be... Yeah. And then I guess it's probably also are the songs on all the random uh, streaming services that everyone uses as well. Oh, absolutely, yeah. In fact, we're uh, we're going to be having our, our singles from the album rolling out weekly on Spotify uh, through March and beginning of April. Oh, cool. Okay, okay. It's just on Spotify. Uh, no, it'll be on Apple Music and all that uh, all that jazz as well. Cool, cool. I don't know. I don't know how any of those work. I'm old and set in my ways, but uh, it's it's always good to hear yeah. that you know that they're they're being used for things like that. So, um, so yeah. So Instagram, people should check out. To, I guess to follow uh, the various activities. Um, are any of you in other projects? Like, do you have other music coming out uh, post Thrashers, or is that to be determined in the future? Uh, currently, I I'm, uh, I am not. Um, there's always uh, you know room for opportunity but uh yeah after the show i'm uh i'm a clean slate <laughs> i've been um uh I ha i've been releasing a couple experimental songs uh online um for the past or just just one a year for the past couple of years i've been making them as uh christmas gifts to my nephew zephyr and he's playing around with talk to text on his mom's phone and comes up with some uh interesting uh word combinations and i've been turning them into songs so I've been releasing those on my on my own YouTube page, but they're uh, I'll give fair warning they're bizarre. No, those are great back then. They're great. What is it called? Like, where can people good. find that? That sounds that sounds interesting. At least uh, the group is uh, is called Uncle Ian and the Downstairs Residents, um, and the the two songs I've got so far are uh, Fruit Salad Mama and Do You Know. Uh, if you just search those on YouTube, uh, you can you can check them out there. Uh, I'm definitely going to. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Uh, Jesse, right. are you in any other bands uh, at this point? No, you know what? I've been uh, I've been threatening to start a Ramones cover band for decades, and you know what? I'm going to do it one of these days. <laughs> but no, I uh, nothing nothing outside of Thrasher stuff. Um, I do I do a lot of st like stand up comedy. I go to open mics. I do the odd uh, craft and art show every now and again, but in all honesty, like this was the best possible band I could have asked to be in. I, I don't think I'm gonna, it's going to get any better. So if I say that now and <laughs> years down the road, I happen to be in another band. Sorry, other guys, you weren't as good as the thrashes. You're living in their ghosts. <laughs>
Look at me.